Hello, fellas. Welcome to another show of Analysis Podcast. When I have an interesting guest, you know we're going to do this our way. So, coming to the stage from Los Angeles, California, Brooke, this Plasmon, Lopez. <laughs> God dang, T.A., that, that was an incredible introduction right there. <laughs> I'm working. I was about to be working on it. That's, two days that's now. impressive, man. It was perfect. It was perfect. Uh, thank you for uh, thank you for being on the show. It's, you know, something that, like uh, we wanted to do and just, you know, to hear people's stories. And I wanted to bring interesting people out here and amazing people. So I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much. Uh, for thank that. you for having me. So, okay. You know how I start. Me and you just met, you know, like... Who is Brook Lopez? What like what's your you play basketball, obviously. Right. You're all time legend. <laughs> but who is Brook who is Brooke Lopez outside of Man. basketball? Outside of basketball. That's tough because it is basketball is such a big part of me, but um gosh. I think um family person obviously and so it has to probably go back to my mom i mean pretty much everything i do like goes back to my mom in one way or another you know she's the reason for everything um and and, you know growing up she was very open to us just trying everything you know if we were interested in something she'd let us try it out she didn't really have us like shoehorned into oh you know you're tall your older brothers played basketball just play basketball you know we did a lot of sports i played water polo, volleyball, uh, you know, ran track, cross country, did all sorts of creative stuff, writing, drawing, played in the band, you know, I was in choir. I can't even sing. I was in choir. You know, I, I tried everything to find what I liked. So I'm just, uh, you know, to get to answering your question, I think, I, I think I'm just a, a, a creative person. You know, I, I like to create, try new things, you know, and, and you know, and try, try these things, you know, with people, experience them with people. That's good. That's good. I, you, you know that um, it's crazy that you say this, but you have to be the, one of the most creative people I've ever met. I mean, you and your brother, yeah. you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but you especially <laughs> like very creative and just you know uh, not just educated. I want to say intelligence because there's a difference, you know, between mm-hmm. being educated yes, and, yes, and intelligent sure. mm-hmm. same time. But um, you know, and, and I've learned so many things. Just being around you in the locker room and just, you know, in the offseason and whenever, you know, we go to towards your place, you know, in Orlando and uh-huh. we, you know, hang out around your people. Uh, you've, you like, I've seen things that, you know, I, I've grown interest. Like, I, I was never, like, so big on Disney. I love Disney, but, uh-huh. like, after I've been here in the team for, like, four or five years now, I've, like, yeah. I love it even more. Yeah, 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 more yeah, to yeah. It. Well, you know, you know, there, there, there's so much to it. I grew up going there, you know, again, my mom took us there when we were kids and I love it. So I, I've always enjoyed whichever team I'm on, you know, taking the team, having the guys come with us and going to the parks and helping them uh, see it through my eyes, I guess, and experience it my way, you know, because I, I think I still see it like a kid. It's still magical to me. And I, I, I love taking my teammates. So going with you guys, hitting up the parks, uh, and seeing the guys experience it, especially like uh, rooks who are first in the league or young guys like going with Jordan or Sandro or something like that and just, you know, how excited and giddy and, you know, it, how there they are for it. You know, they're all about it. And I, I, I love experiencing that. Oh, my God. Now, now that you said uh, rooks, uh, first year in the NBA, how, how was it for you? Just, 
Uh, it was different. Like, honestly, like, like, um, I'm sure you had a culture shock coming over, you know, from Greece yeah. to America and then being in the NBA too. Like, but like, I don't, it wasn't that much for me, but coming from California and then where I grew up my whole life, you know, and then going to New Jersey, the New York area, I'd only been there first time for the draft. So that was my first time. And then just experiencing that as a, you know, as a 20 year old, I was like, it felt like a completely different country. It felt like I was in China or something like that. It was so different than California. Um, and, and so the, the culture is very different. I remember one of my first practices, our, our assistant coach, uh, TB, Tom Barice, he, he was, I, I made some mistake, you know, and, and he tried to help me, you know, he was coaching me, he corrected me. And, and I felt like he, he came at me in this, uh, you know, loud way. He was shouting at me. And yeah. you got to know TB. Like, TB's kind of like, you know, he's a pretty typical, like, Sopranos-looking kind okay. of Jersey accent guy, everything okay, like okay. that. And so, he like, I feel like he's coming and yell at me. So, I get mad and yell back. He's like, Brock, like, what's wrong? You know, I'm, I'm just trying to coach and help you. You know, and I was like, okay, I, I thought you were getting mad. But it was just his way. And so, I wasn't used to all the, you know, yeah. the way Jersey, the East Coast, New York was and everything like that. But it was a great experience. It, it definitely help me expand my worldview. And, you know, I, I loved being with the Nets, being out there. And I enjoyed my rookie season because I played with guys like like Vince Carter, Devin Harris, nice. you, know, you know, Skip, Skip to my Lou, Ray for also, like just so many legends. It, it was awesome. Which is another you said, East, uh, West. Do you think you going up in California, do you think like kind of people from LA are kind of more non-chalant, let's say, and people from like the East Coast are kind of like more, not greedy, but more like, I, I, it is a stereotype, but I actually, it is, I, that's, that's, it is but, I'm not, but I'm I believe here, it, so I just, but I believe it. Okay. Yeah, I do believe it, honestly. Like okay. I see it for, uh, I do, I do see that. I, I definitely feel like Cali people are more chilled, more laid back. Like okay. I'm definitely just kind of go with the flow, whatever. Okay. You know, I, I don't like hearing, you know, when like it gets a little too far and, you know, they, they think, you know, we lack that toughness, uh, you know, that toughness yeah. that you need to play and hoop and stuff like that. But I, I'm definitely laid back. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of guys who from LA and they play basketball. They're tough. They're tough. There's no question. Yeah. But okay, so what? Another question that you know everybody's asking too. Why do you wear number eleven? Eleven. I wear number eleven because uh, you know, growing up, I we always uh, watched our brothers play. Our two older brothers, Alex and Chris. They're they're seven and and twelve years older than us. So you know, there's a bit of a gap between all of us, and so we always watched them play you know, middle school, high school, uh, college games. And uh, our oldest brother, Alex, he would play on his high school traveling team, Team Avia in LA. Uh, and his number was 42. So Robin always wanted to wear 42. And, uh, you know, Chris wasn't on that team, our brother Chris. Otherwise, I would have picked his number. But uh, there was a point guard named Arthur Lee, Art Lee. And he was number 11. And so Alex and Art played very well together. They had a good relationship and everything like that. I loved watching Art play, uh, and so I decided to pick his number, you know, because oh, they nice. worked together on court okay, very okay. well. 11 and 42 was a great combination, so we both picked those two numbers. And, um, you know, Art, uh, he ended up actually going to Stanford, to, uh, to Stanford, played for the Cardinal, uh, helped take him to the Final Four, you know, when I was growing up as a kid. So he, he was a player I ended up idolizing a lot, one of my favorite players all time to watch. Uh, and so he's, he's the reason I wear number 11. Oh, man. That's, 
So, so that's that's nice. I mean, you just wanted to keep the good synergy in your life. Exactly. Right? Um, yeah, yeah, for okay. sure. You know, that brother relationship. Yeah. We look up to our brother. We wanted to be like that. We wanted do, to have I that good too. connection I, I, on court. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. do you, okay. So now that you say 1142, shout out to Robin Lopez. <laughs> um, how does it feel? Like, I mean, you, you've had this feeling too, like you and your brother in the same team. How did, yes. do you, uh, was it ever, you know, was it competitive? Like I, like we are competitive too. So yeah, really yeah, competitive it, it, it was, and it was actually funny because the first practice, I remember the first practice, you know, I must've been one of those like ones in Madison at, uh, at University of Wisconsin or something like that. The first practice that we had with Robin, and I, had, I obviously hadn't practiced against him since, since we were probably, you know, at Stanford, or maybe Stanford, working yes. out for the draft or something like that, you know, like in a real practice. Um, I really feel like the coaches just let it go, like in the scrimmage, or in the scrimmage and in the five-on-five drills, one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one drills, whatever, and they let each other beat us up a ton. Like they just let us go at it, rough each other yeah. up, and we'd get competitive, like you said, as brothers. Like we'd get competitive, get at each other, you know, talk trash, everything like that. And I think the coach is like, I don't know if they were intentionally letting us scrap a little bit, Or if they were just like enjoying the show, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Yeah, I, I've seen that in uh, sometimes. Not, I mean, I've played with my brothers in the national team with Giannis. I've played, you know, in, with the Bugs and everything. It's entertaining. They like okay, <laughs> they go at each other. You know, like you have certain tendencies that people won't even understand. That, right. That Absolutely. We know yeah, and you'll play. do like brother stuff like yes, on the yes. NBA court that's so funny that doesn't belong there. Like you'll be messing with your brother. Like man, get out of here, man. And like <laughs> I think the coaches like kind of get like like caught up in watching that sometimes. Yeah, and so they let the fouls go, let that go, and stuff like that. And and so it's fun, you know. It, it was great. It's it can be like grading when you're going at each other in that moment, but you know it's fun. There's nothing oh, like you know. God. There's nothing yeah, like that, nothing man. Like there's nothing like that. It's a blessing and it's a blessing to be. To even like you know be in the same league or share the same court, right? You know, like with your brothers, because you know the, the I mean the NBA is the best league in the world, so I can't. Yeah, it's like no, nah. it's like going to your job and play being on the biggest stage that you can be. Yeah, you know, so mm -hmm. it's a blessing. What would you say, right? If they told you that you had to coach your brother, oh, right? No. You were a coach, you had to coach <laughs> him, right? And and let's say. You don't you don't start him or you don't like he doesn't start he comes mm -hmm. off the bench so he got yeah. he's give you you give him like you know a little bit of in and out of the rotation what yeah. do you think Robin says Oh man <laughs> You know what I don't know if he goes directly to me I think okay. he might like text one of my boys hit up one of my boys vent that way first or something <laughs> like that or go to our brothers or something okay. like that but it's going to come around and get back to me it's going to come around I'm find out You yeah. know, I'm have, I'm have our boys, you know, you know, spying on him, figuring that stuff out too, seeing how he really feels. But I'm I'm gonna do what's best for our team, you know. Exactly. I gotta do what's I, best for our team, right? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's you gotta do what's best for the team, and at the same time, you gotta. It's all about the team. It's not personal. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. You know, team. you see him like lying on the sideline, like how he lies down on the yeah, corner yeah. of the court on his back for his back, everything yeah. like that. Like I've seen him do that. He's good there. You know, he helps <laughs> the team there. So he, he can do that for us. That's all right. You let the refs do his thing. Oh my God. He's, he's, a, he's a incredible player. <laughs> I've, I've watched him and you know, great guy. And you know, for you to be over 10 years in this league, for you guys to be over 10 years in this league plus like it's, it's, You have to be a great person. You cannot mm. be in this league. Right. No. After like after this for like eight to ten to fourteen years in this league and not be a great person. 
Yeah, this you, is you, you won't make words. it. You, you can't yeah. make it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's almost impossible. It is. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to your nickname. Why? Why? Why is it uh, Splash Mountain? Oh man, I love that nickname. I mean, I know you splash threes that you like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're splashing and yeah, but but. You know, it, it just, it worked out that way. So Splash Mountain been my favorite attraction. You know, it was my favorite attraction, right? My favorite ride, you know? Um, and uh, my first year I got here, you know, John Henson Hook was here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that was when we really like, our offense changed. Coach Bud's first year, uh, you know, Pat's first year with the Bucks, And we were doing that five out, let it fly stuff. Like we were just gunning, you know, hoisting threes up, getting them up left and right. Uh, and, and, uh, by the way, Robin was doing the same thing when he, uh, when he was with the Bucks. He, he was, was, yeah, yeah. He was shooting that thing with his T, yeah, that yeah. T part. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and John Henson hook, he said like, he saw it on Twitter or something like that and found it. And so it was, it's because of him. I like he started. brought it to me the next day and started that. Oh my and started God. the Splash Mountain thing. And so like, I'm eternally grateful to him for that because that's like <laughs> the perfect nickname for me. Oh uh, my, yeah. if you, if you're, uh, John, if you're listening to this or watching this, man, just want to say thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's a thank great you, nickname. Yeah. One of the best uh, in the league. <laughs> so, okay, so is your favorite ride in Disney? Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney. Mm-hmm. Okay, so rumors have it that you literally live <laughs> in Disney. Yes. In a theme park. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, it's technically it's on property. Yes, on property at Walt Disney. So World. what is that? What is you? Uh, what's the word? Uh, I want to say elab- yeah, elab- like elaborate. Like would you really? Yes. Literally live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So obviously there's the four theme parks. You got okay. the, the you know Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Disney's Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom. They got the you know the two water parks, Disney Springs, and all that property. The whole property is twice the size of Manhattan, right? And so wow. that, yeah, yeah, it's big, big mm-hmm. space, yeah. And and on that property also happens to be my house with all that stuff. Did you, Is okay, it, did you, was this like, uh, was this like a years in the making plan? Like when you was eight years old, you're like, I'm going to buy a house in Disney. And I'm going to like <laughs> go on every ride yeah, every day. You, that's like a little kid's dream, right? Like Robin and I would legitimately like pick like, what spot in the park would you live in? If you could live in the park, where would you live? Like, what, what would your choice be? And so we have all these things. And then I think it was like my, it must've been like my second or third year in the league, something like yeah. that. Uh, my older brother, Chris, sent me a Yahoo article, just a Yahoo link. And, and like the title was just like, you can now buy homes like in Disney World or something like that. Wow. And so I, I looked at the link, read the article real quick, clicked on the actual link to like the gold Disney Golden Oak like yeah. um, community site. And it honestly must have been like the fastest process of like getting to purchasing <laughs> the house slash lot, you know, getting the property that it ever happened. Like it was all so fast. I'm just... I'm glad our, my financial guy, Rit, was cool with it and everything like that. He was actually really supportive. Um, they had like, they had the, you know, three-dimensional walkthroughs of the, okay. of the uh, you know, prop houses or whatever online. So we, Haley and I actually happened to be together when Chris sent that. We were together at the same time uh, in a hotel. And we were looking at the 3D models of the house. And then uh, we text Rit and we're like, Rit. You see this link? 
And like, we were like so nervous waiting for that text back. He's like, he's gonna be like, Brooke, are you crazy? Like, this is gonna be so expensive. You can't yeah. do this is irresponsible. <laughs> and no, he, he was super excited about it. And so from there, we like immediately set up a date um, to go down and tour one of the actual houses physically. Um, and it happened to be like, I think this happened during all-star break that year. And, uh, the next Orlando game, we set it up. So we went down uh, to Disney the day before the Orlando game, toured the house. And right after we toured like that first house, like we were like, okay, we're doing this. This is done. And so we, we picked a lot. It was lot 70 in Carrollwood Reserve. I still remember the number. We're like, this is it. This is the one we're picking. We're going forward. I'm moving here. Like, and, and this is just like, you know, I'm a Cali kid my whole life. I don't, I've never had a property my, to myself. Yes. You know, I've rented my place in Jersey and everything like that, but I've never owned a home, never lived outside of California other than where I play, you know, like, I was That's like, great. well, I'm buying my house. Here. Was it, was it, so did you, was it ready or you started like, have, you started like uh, decorating it? No, Cause I've heard that. It has like secret passages. Mm, yes, have, like, yes, yes. So they had some pre-built homes, but we okay. built just a lot, just a lot. So we could, we bought, excuse me, the lot. So we right. could build from ground up, you know, our dream So everything home. that was there, you built it. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So we we bought the property, it must've been either 2011 or 2012 or something like that. I think it was when they, when they started the Golden Oak stuff, when mm -hmm. it opened. And, um, and from there, the design process took like five years or something like that. Like we met with builders trying to tell them like what we wanted to do those. We, we, we told them like we wanted, all right, we're from California, from Disneyland. We want to bring a little bit of Disneyland to Disney okay. World. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to have different rooms themed after the different lands in Disneyland, yes. Adventureland, Tomorrowland, New Orleans Square, Fantasyland, all that stuff. And so we found the builder that was right for us And then uh, we started like going so in depth with what we want to do. And so the design process again was lo much longer than it normally would be. Yeah, of course. Or else like that. Like, but we wanted to get just right, exactly. And like man. you mentioned, we wanted to get the secret passages in there, all the cool little tricks and stuff like that that you can find when you're exploring the house. We had, we had to get it just right. Oh man, that's it's incredible. I've, I've, I mean, I have, I've had the privilege to, to be there. So I'm, you know, I'm excited. I, you know, I can't actually describe it It would do it, it would be unjust to just it, <laughs> say it. But okay, so you do this, you do all these things, right? And like my dream, example, mm -hmm. when I was younger, mm -hmm. uh, it's not a dream, obviously. It's like a crazy, and my brothers can tell you this. So I used to, you know, we, we couldn't afford to like have like a, like soda. You know how like you have Coke, Coke right. you used to have like all the mm -hmm. off brands in Greece. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how you have like Cola, like just, just the off, like the off brands. Right, the off right? brands, yeah. And I, I remember with the answer, like, man, we were like six, seven years old, like we would become like uh, professional soccer players because we wanted to play basketball. <laughs> It's like, I'm going in my house. I'm like, I'm going to have this. I'm going to have like a whole fridge with like sodas and everything. And and we were like, okay. and. I'm gonna I'm gonna have it like when I open the tap instead of water to have It's like have soda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. soda. So it was like it was it was insane. But then growing up, you understood like oh no, oh my god no I don't want that that's not for me. You know? Right. But it's it's I don't think people get to understand how much like the the process of growing up. It, you set the really literally a base. Yeah. When you're an adult. Mm -hmm. you yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. And 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 again, what happens is like, if you get if you're su- successful, and you can and you can you know uh, achieve everything you want to, and you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's what happens. You mm-hmm. literally. <laughs> it is. It's it's crazy. Like I, I I've been very lucky. I've had a lot of people like to help me through my journey and everything like that. And again, again, like I always come back to my mom, but like everything I did is because of her and for her. Like. I went to Stanford because she went to Stanford, right? I, that's why I wanted to go to Stanford. And and I remember being a very young kid. My mom tells a story all the time. Like, I was in second grade, and I remember she was picking up, picking me up from school one day, and Robin, too. And, and when I got in the car, I told her, like, Mom, before I play in the NBA, I want to go to Stanford. So, like, when I was in second grade, like, I knew what I wanted to do. Like, I knew I wanted to okay. go to Stanford, play basketball, like, you know, and – and there's other stuff too, but you know, I, I I had it up here. Oh man! So now that we are get the basketball even more, Brooklyn Nets, all time leading scorer. <laughs> they have some good players right now in yeah. Brooklyn, but you're mm-hmm. the all time leading scorer. Yeah. Do, you, do you see anybody uh, getting the record? Do you see anybody catching up? Man, uh, <laughs> how, first of all, first of all, how many points do you have? It's it's. No, not that we built in general. You in I mean, general? I'm not sure. Uh, I just if you could if you could guess, we'll look it up after. Yeah. If you could guess. So Brooklyn, it was over. It was like ten thousand four hundred something. You had like ten thousand just for Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. yeah How many yeah, seasons yeah. you played? Eight, nine, nine seasons. Yeah, nine seasons. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then I've had what the year in LA, and this is my fifth year with Milwaukee. Six more years. I don't know. Like I'd say, fourteen thousand. Forty thousand points. That's, yeah. that's a lot of points, bro. Yeah. I don't know anybody. Who, people, you know, watch this, listening. It's a lot of points, man. It's, it's crazy. Tough. It's, it's wild, man. <laughs> it's a lot of points. Okay, so do you do you see anybody like breaking the record, in Brooklyn? I mean, was it, was re- records made to be broken. That's what they say, right? So I I think eventually, um, but I mean. Kyrie and KD, they, they can put they, 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 <laughs> they, they, they can, can put that ball they, in the bucket, man. Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> they're, 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 they're special. They are. They're yeah, special. They're special yeah. So I'm say, but um, mm-hmm. okay, let's go. Let's move on. Let's move on a little bit to you know. I'm a big movie guy. You know, I'm a executive of course. Oh yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to go off. You know what I know. I want you to tell me. Yeah. Favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Favorite movies. Yes. Top three. All right. Favorite movies. Top three. Uh, Do not say uh, Return of the Jedi. You cannot say that. Okay, I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna say that right away. I first. know. I, was gonna I knew say you were gonna right say right that. Right. So, Do, okay, <laughs> don't say Return of the Jedi. Other three movies. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, I'm gonna say Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Indiana Jones. Um. Two more. Let's see. Then I'll probably go with E.T. probably. You know E.T.? Yes, I've watched it. Oh, my God. I think I, I love watched E.T. it. Uh, that had been like years. Yeah. I watched it, but I watched that it. That movie, if there's a movie that makes me like cry like ball, it's E.T. Really? Yeah. That ending, oh, my gosh. It gets me. You know, I've yeah. never, you know, I've like, I've like, okay, I've cried once, but that's that was like, 
like in our movie. And you know, right, okay, of course, yeah, right, yeah, of course, it makes we, sense. It, it, it yeah, was yeah, like yeah. Uh, just me watching. It was you know, for other people, it's kind of entertainment. Right. But for me, it was right. like yeah, it was my life. So was, it was a flashback <laughs> like, in my life. Watching that was great. It's yeah. crying, but yeah. I've never cried in a movie. Yeah. Et yeah, gets me. It does, man. That ending when 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 Elliot and what happens in the ending? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, Elliot, the little boy, meets the alien Et, and they yeah. they become really close. You know, mm-hmm. over their adventures on Earth, right? And at the end of the movie, Et has to go home. You know, he can't live on Earth. He has to go home back, be back with his people, and just him saying goodbye to like Elliot and his brother and sister and their friends and everything like that. It gets me, man. Yeah. I don't know what I can say, you, man. man. It gets me. Right. Yeah. I feel like, um, I mean, I know what you mean. I, yeah. I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> it gets me. That's, it has since I was a kid. I was always like, why can't they just be friends and, and you know, keep hanging out? <laughs> and just hang out a little bit <laughs> Right, more. right. I yeah. I got you. So that's two, right? That's so two, yeah. You might not and, then, and then I'm going to say, this is like my vote for like best movie ever. And I think every movie like after it is like, if... If you lost every other movie in the world that was ever made, okay, like I think you could rebuild movie history. I guess I'm essentially saying, okay, like you could you could rebuild all these movies from this one movie. Which one is it? The Wizard of Oz. I think oh. yes, yeah, The Wizard of Oz. Why? I um, I mean, you you look at it and it's from 1939. It still holds up today. Uh, it's funny, heartfelt, scary. I was terrified of the Wicked Witch from that movie when I was like, when I was a kid. It messed me up for life. Like that, like I'm, I've, I'm terrified of witches now because of that movie. Um, but uh, it's scary. Uh, it's got incredible music. It's so well crafted. Like the the set so what, design. You said you were, you were scared. So what would you? What was the feel like when you watched it for the first time? Can you remember? Like, yes, what? I, I, I. I don't, I remember watching it as a kid. I don't know if I remember the first time, but like mm-hmm. I remember watching it as a kid and hearing like the like the music when the witch shows up and like freaking the heck out. Like, oh my God. I like, I'd lose my mind. And my brother, like my older brother, Chris, he He's was scary. Dude. Yes, 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 <laughs> man, yes. He would like, like, <laughs> I can remember like being in our crib, like a little kid. So, you know, if I'm remembering something in my crib, this is like a traumatizing memory. <laughs> like, I remember standing in my crib, like, you know, standing up, Ooh. holding the rail or whatever. He'd come up and be like, do the music and like do the witch's laugh, like, oh and everything like that. God. Like, he, I was traumatized. I'm telling <laughs> you, traumatized, T.A. But that movie stuck with me, so I'm terrified of it a little okay. bit because like, it creeps me out a little bit because of the witch mm-hmm. and stuff. But I also love it, and I do. I, th- I do think it's the best movie ever made. Oh, wow. That's good. That's good. I like your perspective. I like the the way you, uh, uh, what you said. It's it makes a case. It makes a case. <laughs> uh, okay, so we get now we get to the chapter that uh, I always do in the show. Now you got to pick one. I'll yeah. ask you some questions, and you, okay. you got to pick one. Okay. So, uh, Batman or Superman? Batman. Why? And and so I, I did it, pick you that quick. quick too, I yes. did say that quick, and I love Superman. I think Superman's underrated. I'm disappointed that they haven't got him in right, gotten him right in the movies for so long. Like okay. he's such an amazing character, uh, and has lots of great stories that have been told and can be told. You're talking about Superman, but, Superman but, right? Yeah, I'm talking about Superman. But you Bat- saw what happened with the with the actor who was playing. I him. did. You know what? And I, I'm, that was weird. 
I'm I'm disappointed. I do think DC needed a reset, but I think they could have figured it out and kept him on board and just started fresh with him. Because I think I think directed right yeah. and with the proper story and everything, I think he could be a great Superman. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. Yeah, but, it uh, is. It's just show show business. Yeah, it it is. And so I hope I hope DC gets it right because the yeah. DC films haven't haven't done it for me. I'm a DC guy compared to Marvel. I'm more a DC guy. But yeah, Batman is absolutely well. like, like he's just, he's just the ultimate superhero, man. Come on, he's the coolest. So what what are the traits that you like about Batman? Man, um, it, it have to be for me like that. He's he's just a human. Okay. But he's standing up there, you know, with all those other, like, essentially they're gods, right? You yeah, know, Superman, Wonder down. Woman, like, you know, mm -hmm. the Flash, Green Lantern, all these guys. And then he's just a man, you know, yeah. he's just a human guy. But he's he's brought himself to his physical peak, you know, his mental peak, you know, he, yes. and, and the wealth obviously did help, you yeah, know, you course, know his family being wealthy, but he, yeah. he worked, you know, he worked to, you know, make himself the strongest, the toughest, the smartest is, he could possibly be. Do you think he's, uh, he's, he is, now what I'm going to say, you know, I don't know, please, uh, Marvel fans and DC fans do not go in my comments, they go crazy. <laughs> uh, do you think he's uh, he's the alter ego of Tony Stark ish? Of I, I think it has become that way. Yeah. Yeah. No? Or mm -hmm. I mean, is of the of the no no okay. with the movie universe, I do think it has become like that. I, and this is probably going off like some Marvel versus DC like '90s amalgam stuff and stuff like that. I probably would have. It's and it's tough. It's tough because then you're like, well, who's Superman's counterpart? But like. I, I tend to think more like, I guess, I usually go, it's tough, it's tough because I go like some sort of Batman and Captain America, honestly, okay. even though it's not like yeah. exactly. So wait, then, you go, but so do you go Tony Stark versus, versus Superman? No, 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 no. I'd, I'd probably put him like, honestly, and this isn't exactly like, I guess yeah. they're more alike, you know, play, rich billionaire playboys yeah. and everything like that. Like True. they're liking that. Story but like I, that. I, I tend to, Focus more on the actual, uh, I guess, powers and everything like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so I, I've typically put him, you know, with Green Lantern. And ah. again, that's like a kind of a D, no, no, uh, it's, it's, Marvel I, DC amalgam thing. I can see it. Um, and then obviously he works great with, uh, you know, uh, countering steel as well. You know, John Henry Irons, uh, uh, Shaq. Superman is Shaq. <laughs> Seven of the shack, man. Um, <laughs> okay, so okay, let's, let's go to the second one. Um, would you rather be eaten by a <laughs> by a shark or a tiger? Oh no! <laughs> you got to pick one. So, so. It, it, it's definitely gonna eat me. Yeah, I have no, no, no chance they, of getting like, out of this. Not, yeah, it's yeah. So like, I yeah. okay, I I'm probably gonna pick a shark because at least the, I feel like the shark, if it's big enough, could get it over with pretty quick. <laughs> I so feel you, like that so tiger might be working on me for a little. <laughs> so basically, you pick the shark because you won't feel anything. You're like, okay, I'm not gonna feel anything, so I'll pick the shark. Right, right, exactly. Okay, yeah, the tiger right. might work on me for a little, you oh, know, and save me yes. a bit for later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. This, I can see that. Okay, so <laughs> no, do not laugh. Okay, so would you rather fight a hundred duck size, like you know, ducks? Like a duck-sized horses, or one horse 
sized uh, duck. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I mean? I so basically, do. would you rather I buy do. I do. 100 ducks, the 100 ducks, not 100 ducks, 100 horses that look like ducks, right. ducks or just one horse, <laughs> one horse sized duck, like this is one duck, this is the size of a horse. Right. So I'm thinking the main strength of a horse is probably, you know, kicking its back legs, right? Yeah. It's kicking its back legs. Is a hundred of those could be pretty annoying. Are they dangerous? And obviously the duck's going to try to peck you in some way. <laughs> I don't know about, like, I mean, like waterfowl do typically make me a little nervous. They don't <laughs> seem that dangerous, but they do make me a little nervous even at their normal okay. size. But a horse-sized duck is probably... It's probably more terrifying than I'm thinking. It is. If 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 a duck the size of a horse just walked in, bro, I'm living. I'm living right. Yeah. Run the other right. Day. So yeah. So and that duck could fly after you too. I didn't think about that. <laughs> it could fly after you. So I'd probably pick the hundred little horses. Okay. okay yeah. That's okay. that's <laughs> that's okay. So uh, okay. So now I've you know I read a lot. I do a lot of. Fun fact is, and it's great that, that I have you in the podcast. So mm -hmm. you tell me what you know. You probably know most of these stuff. So would you like to learn about a mountain lion? Mm -hmm. So basically how to escape a mountain lion mm -hmm. or how to like fend off a shark? Mm. I'd probably rather learn how to fend off a mountain lion as opposed to a shark because it's probably a more likely situation. Okay. I got you. Yeah. So I'm gonna hit you with. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just simplify it. So basically, it's like four or five stuff you can you can do. Yeah. So the first one you gotta like stand still. Okay. I know, like be froze. Yeah. I'd probably have trouble with that, but I. Uh, me too. I believe you. I don't yeah, know. You yeah, gotta yeah. like stand still. Okay. <laughs> Then you gotta like observe his behavior. They say I I don't know how you do that when you see mountain lion in front of you <laughs> and y'all gotta like figure out. If it's feeling threatened by me, if or it's if going <laughs> at you, you're observing that pretty right. quickly. Yes. Right? You yes. got to process that information yes. fast, right? <laughs> Then the 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 other one is that like you have to like appear like bigger. Yeah, I mean, it's not a problem for you. No, yeah, seven feet tall, so it's not a problem. But you got to like right. like raise your arms and just like do something. Okay, like this and don't. I don't know if this makes sense, but don't crouch. Don't crouch, like don't, don't. crouch down, hmm. basically. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and that like gives you a really nice survival rate. It gives so, you a good survival rate? I mean, yeah. well, it's better see, than nothing. No, it is better right? than nothing. Because the thing is in like, you know, I have a I have a cat at home and it's not a mountain <laughs> lion, but you know, cats, they're fickle. They don't care really, you know, they're yeah. about themselves. Like I've, I've known this guy probably about as long as I've, I've known Haley, you know? It's, which is what, like, you know, good 14, 15 years, something mm -hmm. like that. Like, I've known this cat a long time. I've taken care of him. I've fed him, housed him. And he'll swipe at me in a second. You know, it's not always like that. Like, I'll be petting him or something like that, and he'll just go nuts. <laughs> like, so, you know, you don't know with a mountain lion. It could be cool. It could be chill, but it just it's takes bad. that one moment. I mean, like, look at Siegfried and Roy, right? Like, they were with the white tigers for years and years and just... <laughs> It, oh you know, just God. one time. And I, I love big cats. Like a tiger's my favorite animal. But, yeah. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. <laughs> you just have to, we just have to hope the the the, the mountain lion watches uh, the bucks and likes deers. Like, yeah, 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 right. Because if it doesn't, we're, we're doomed. Yeah, in trouble. But you know what? Because it's, and again, I always say this, because it's my podcast. 
I'm going to tell you about how to fend off a shark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. So the first thing is like, you got to be calm. They're not happening, but okay. I don't know. <laughs> not happening. The other okay. one was about the mind line was like be still, and this one is like about the shark. It's like you got to be calm. How am I gonna stay calm if I'm in the middle of the ocean right. and I see a shark? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to exactly. I'm trying the to other swim way. away. Okay. Yeah, you got to be calm, yeah. and then somehow, some way, you got to hit the eyes or the gills. The eyes or the gills. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like if maybe you have like a, if you're scuba diving, you have something on you or. You gotta like hit the eyes or the gills, and right? For it like the the disoriented or some. Or something. Yeah, I can see those being weak spots. Yeah. Yep. And then and you have to like. There's a way. It's not just like hit it, and you gotta like make like, like quick and repeated jabs. So it's gotta be like a good hit. Don't stop. Yeah. Really. Don't stop. For it to like, just swim away, and then you get a chance to maybe go somewhere else. To get somewhere else. Yeah. What do you like, think about that? What do you, do you think that's a doable? I mean, even if you get that done, like, where are you swimming to? Like, are you going to go, like, swim into some, like, big shallow or something like that? Or some underwater, like, cavern that has an air pocket in it? Like, where are you going to go? Don't I don't know. <laughs> but what I do know is that this fact exists, this fact. Yeah. So that means that somebody's done it. Right? That, that is true. I don't know. That it is it true. Has to be, yeah, has someone's to be beat up a shark. Yeah, it's true. Just, <laughs> maybe survive the shark. You know. So have you ever heard the one where like you can, like if you if the shark goes backwards or something like that? What do you mean? Like it was backwards. No. So like, like I've heard this thing. I don't know if it's true. I, I I've, oh, they, trust me. They 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 they'll, 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 they'll fact, fact check. check. Yeah, okay. Fact check for sure. Like something about a shark. Like like obviously it can't stop or it dies right but it can't go backwards because like it drowns or something like the water goes up oh, the so gills or something is that right yeah so could you oh, no. i mean i don't know how you pull a shark back it's probably way stronger <laughs> swimming than you but i mean could you do that i i i'd rather get behind it than in front of it that's for sure I, you know i feel like that 100%. gives me a better chance 100%. I know people who are afraid of like just getting into the water so <laughs> it's not just and i'm you know i, I was but like I was born in Athens, Greece, bro. Everything, right. everything we have is water. Everything has to do with water. It's six months summer out there. So we like, we're great swimmers and everything. But man, seeing a, like, seeing a shark, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's, it, I don't know what's the feeling. It's like being on the, on the rooftop and all of a sudden you see a trailer coming to you. You're like, oh, there's nowhere to go because I'm on the rooftop. See <laughs> that I jump? See that I'm jumping? Or I get hit? Have you ever seen a... Uh, um True Lies, the the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie True Lies. I think uh, James Cameron. It, it, no. that, that your your uh, your your simile just made me think of the scene where the the terrorist is being chased by Arnold Schwarzenegger through the city, and the terrorist is on like a motorcycle, I think, and and Arnold gets on a horse. I think he commandeers I think I've seen it where a cop's he, horse. He, he, he hasn't yes. told his wife he's an angel. Yes, 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 I've seen it. Yes, I've yes, seen yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. And, so, and so the terrorist gets his motorcycle and gets in an elevator in a hotel and rides it to the rooftop, remember? And then Arnold rides the horse into a ro- on another elevator to the rooftop. And that's so this is where I was thinking, like, where do you go? And this is where the terrorist decides that he's going to ride his motorcycle off of the hotel rooftop onto a... Let me see if I can. Uh, uh, rooftop pool. Yes. On, yes, on yes. another building. And then Arnold gets the idea that he's going to ride the horse and jump the distance of the street on a horse. 
Luckily, the horse was smart enough to stop. To but stop. Like, that's gutsy for Arnold to like try that. Oh my god! I, you know, it's it's incredible that you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger is a huge, like you know, mega star, like super star. Right. Arnold yes. Mega star. Like, yes. Yes. And you know how like the Rock is now. Yeah. Like that's who. Like, I've thought of that. Like, I thought of that. Is, you know. Yes. I, thought I don't. Of I don't that. know if people would like yeah. say it, but this this is what yeah. it was like. So I'm, I'm gonna give you a, a tough question then. On, You're go. gonna go. Like looking at Arnold's filmography, like biggest blockbusters and The Rock's filmography mm. and biggest blockbusters. Which which ones are you would going you, with? I'm, I'm going with it, it's uh, it's there is okay there is a difference because you know like it, it has to do with childhood too. Like we grew up right with yes Arnold that's very true. Was the new, yeah. like mm -hmm. guy and if you see how he made it to Hollywood yeah. and acting, it's awesome. It's an yeah, awesome, it's story. awesome story. It's so cool. And he's an athlete too, and you know, and the Rock was yeah. an athlete, so mm -hmm. they kind of have like the similar background. It's just like I feel, and the Rock has become a superstar because he's 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 embraced superhero roles too, and he's had yeah. like mm -hmm. great franchises behind him. Yeah, but I don't like really like. You know, he made it happen. He made it. He made it happen. And the rock too. But he did. He did. That's right. Yeah. The rock had a different kind of route through WWE and all these things. But man, this guy, the work ethic, like has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. It is. You know, I follow him on. Yeah. DJ, DJ, DJ. I follow him on socials, and this guy works. It's unbelievable. He's working. Yeah. It was cool. He. When I was my year with the he's Lakers, funny too. He's he like is. So he's funny, man, charismatic. charismatic. He is. He's super. Yeah, it just like you talk to him and like so engaging. Like yeah. I, I got to meet him my year with the Lakers. We we uh we had a series. Did you like meet these. him? Yes, oh I did my get God. to meet him. Hey, bro, you gotta you you I need to bring him to the podcast. Absolutely, <laughs> definitely got to get on the podcast. <laughs> got to make that happen. He uh we, we had a series of genius talks with like different people. Okay. And the Lakers would bring people in, and one of the people they brought in was him. And dude, he was amazing. Like, like hearing him tell his story of how he made it and stuff like that. Like, you know, he named his production company it was like seven dollars, eight dollars, with seven bucks. Yeah, yeah seven bucks. Like, man, like, come on, like that's that's cool. Oof. It, is, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. I got a lot of. I don't know. I, I don't know what what word to use first. Admiration, respect, everything. For, yeah, for this guy, like, mm -hmm. he's, because he's really worked. For it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. So kind of uh, in yeah, the end of the, of the yeah. show. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Uh, this show could go on for two more hours, but uh, I think the uh, I'm gonna close the light the studio <laughs> in a little bit. Uh, you know, I always do this. We always leave with a motivational quote in the mm -hmm. end. You know, if you don't have a quote, motivational quote that yeah. you could be a story, but just something right. for you know, we're here to inspire, to motivate. You know, and you know, people might be, you know, they might be watching or listening, might be having a tough day, yeah. just for them to mm -hmm. to feel reassurance and just feel like, man, just you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I yeah, I don't know if I have an exact quote, but I, I guess I have a couple things, you know, that that um were good for me and get get me through a you know gotten me through a lot, you know, and definitely gotten me to where I am now. Um, you know, the first obviously is just, you know, having, you know, my brothers, you know, my, my older brothers and Robin always around to, uh, to work with, you know, we have a lot of the same interests and, uh, and whatever it was, you know, riding, drawing, you know, playing basketball, athletics, um, 
we, we made each other better. You know, we yes. helped make each other better. We were there also for each true. other to work out with, compete against, work together. And we, we helped each other get to where we are. And then I, I just always think of, uh, you know, three things that are, you know, just important, I guess, in, in basketball is obviously the perspective, you know, we have, yeah, but, but course, in whatever, you know, is just, you know, uh, you know, just having confidence, being prepared and just getting that opportunity, you know, those three things. You know, and, and you get the confidence by being prepared, putting the work in, making sure, you know, obviously in basketball, you get your shots up, get in the weight room, everything like that. You train for the moment to come, yeah. you know, for the opportunity whenever it comes to be ready for it. And then obviously you have to have that confidence to go out there and just do it. Yeah, so you know, it's, you, you're so absolutely right. You know, it's not just basketball. It's, it's right. life too. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people always tend to say, okay, I mean, once I get there, I'll get ready for that. Or once I once, – once I be there, when I when I get to that stage, or when I become a a big CEO of a company, or when I become uh, the next big big artist, or when I become the next big thing in uh, social media, or when or when 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 it's not about when, it's that about that you gotta already be prepared that this is who I want to be. Because mm -hmm. if you're already uh, acting like it, then uh, having you have your routine and everything, your lifestyle is based right. mm -hmm. on how yeah. where you want to be. Mm -hmm. Eventually, when that comes, yeah. because it's going to, that's mm -hmm. how the universe exactly. works. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're gonna be ready. Yeah. You're gonna be ready, mm -hmm. and you're gonna be you're gonna do just fine. Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. man, man. Thank you so much. I, I, I man, I love this. One of my uh, favorite favorite episodes, favorite shows that we did. And and again, thank you so much, Brooke. Uh, would love you know after uh, of season after season, next season, uh, let us know. But uh, your business ventures and everything, because I know we like to have you back. But then again, thank you so much. Definitely, thank oh, you so I, much. I'm, I'm you know happy to be here. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> I'm, I'd be thrilled to come back. You know, absolutely, and I'll definitely let you know what's up with business ventures, stuff like that in the future. Oh man, my thank God. you, thank you guys. The show is in an end. I'm look at look at my face. I'm sad. <laughs> no, but uh, the show is in an end. Thank you guys for watching, listening. Um, if you want to listen to the analysis podcast. You can watch. You can watch it on Dokubus Media, at Dokubus TV on YouTube, and then you can get. Uh, you can watch the, some of the clips on uh, our socials, Thanasis underscore forty three. Uh, you can have. I think you, you had. A, you used to have Instagram, right? But I mean, uh, you guys want to follow Brooke <laughs> on social media. But then again, thank you. You can listen, and if you want to listen to the podcast, you know, whatever you whatever you get your podcast from, this is going to be probably on every platform. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening. See you next time.